0: Welcome back to the Work Revolution podcast. So nice to be back with you after a long hiatus, launching season two. I am excited to be launching a new look, a slightly new format, and bringing on my new co-host, which I want to introduce to you today the amazing Lisa Schmidt, who is an executive coach, organizational consultant,
1: and a writer. Welcome, Lisa. Deborah, thank you for inviting me. I'm in such good company to be able to do this with you. And one of the reasons I'm here is I've been a huge fan of your first season with some of the great conversations that you've had with your guests and the questions that you've brought about some really important... Aspects of our current working lives. So, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this. I'm so
0: excited to be launching this season. We're going to tackle some really interesting topics and we're going to be pushing the envelope a little bit. And I thought we would start with just a little explanation of why we're doing this. What's this going to be about? So, Let's just get right into it. Lisa, tell us a little bit about your why for wanting to have some of these conversations. Oh, such a great, great
1: question because I have uh, quite a few whys, (laughs) but I'll uh, start with by saying this. So like many of us, you and our listeners, I started working in my teens, my first job was an ice cream parlor making soft cones and uh, I wasn't very good at it because it involved twisting with one hand and pulling a lever with the other but I managed to get through it and it was a summer job but I didn't last the summer. One day I got to work 40 minutes late. I was riding my bike from the town I lived in to the one across the river where I worked and the bridge was up to let a boat through. And even though I'd left plenty of time to be able to get to work, as I did every day, for this reason that was out of my control, I was fired.
0: Wow, they fired you for being late?
1: Just yeah, like that. just like that. And I was 14 years old. Hmm. So apart from babysitting, this is my first real job. And in hindsight, it kind of set the tone for what my working life was going to be from that point on. And I do want to say a bit more about that, because I'm no longer in the soft cone business. But uh, (laughs) that kind of boss employee relationship was actually did kind of lay some groundwork for some later experiences. So let me just add a bit to that. I've been in the workforce for over 40 years. And I, like many, worked through high school and university, I worked through getting my master's degree and my coaching certification. And Worked through marriage and divorce and illness and grief. And I gave what I could in my time and energy and skills and labor, both physical and emotional, as we know that often falls to, I would say, roles that women are hired for. But we'll be touching on that in later episodes. And not once, not once in all that time was I asked, what would allow me to bring my full potential to my work? Instead, just about every place I worked, I at one point in the year was asked what my objectives were for the year and I had to write them all down one for every quarter or number for every quarter and then a year later I was assessed on what I thought I needed to get done the year that my performance review was up and it just made no sense to me because so many things happen over the course of a year and yet I was evaluated on the me that who was a year younger thought that I would be doing over the course of that year anyway it just seemed It didn't make sense to me. And not once, in addition, was I asked what kind of leader or what kind of leadership I needed to bring my talents to the work I was hired to do. And finally, not once was I supported when I took bold moves around approaching senior leaders to be a mentor or even in making career choices. I just felt I was either left out on my own or just really not supported And the only career conversation I ever had was with one boss who asked if my goal was eventually to have her job. And as a little aside, a couple years later, I did get her job. Why do I say all this? I say all of this as work or jobs as we know them are largely disengaging, deflating and demoralizing. This is speaking from personal experience and you might call it an opinion, but the science and the data back it up. I know that it doesn't have to be this way and through podcasting with you and talking about these things Deborah, I want to be a part of a revolution that we all need to be working towards to bring meaning and respect and integrity and impact positive impact into our working lives that's my why nice yeah yeah what about oh, you I love
0: it I'm learning new things about you well, I've got a couple layers to my why, and so I'm going to try to unpack them. First of all, I've spent over a 20-year career in talent consulting in some way. I started off, my first sort of real job was as a recruiter full-time. And I went on to do, you know, talent-related work in consulting. Most recently much of that work has been at a time in an organization where there is significant change happening to the point that people's jobs are being impacted. So I've been there in organizations for that point of change and transition. And I've also been the person who was first in the room after someone lost their Mm, job, working with hundreds of professionals across many different industries at different levels who have just learned that they've you know, been restructured or downsized or made redundant or their work's going offshore or whatever it is, which has just become the norm now. Right. One of the things that I've learned through this process is that, and what I truly believe, is that everybody wants to do good work. Yeah. Everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants to bring their their full selves. And they want to, every single person I worked with wanted to if they hadn't already discovered what they felt you know, really passionate about or what they thought was the best use of their skills and talents and capabilities, they wanted to discover it. They wanted to be in an environment where they could bring that. They wanted leadership that would help them get to that. They wanted to do work that had meaning. And yet I know how frustrated many people are. And from my own experiences as well, I know that in most cases that's not happening yeah. for people. And We don't want people going through a whole career and never feeling that way. Or a lot of people feel it maybe for a brief period of their career. And then it's hard, but it's hard to keep it going. Since the pandemic, I've also learned a lot about inequality. And when I look back on how I felt specifically about women in the workplace and what the workplace would be like for me and people of my generation when I started out, I was really optimistic. In fact, I thought that work on gender equality had been largely done and there would be no obstacles for my generation because we'd already conquered that, or the women before me had. I wouldn't be able to take credit for it, obviously. And now I've realized by being an observer of the data and the science coming out that that's not the case at all. In fact, there has been very little progress relative to where, you know, we should be in that amount of time. That's a big why for me. I really think that that needs to change. And I also think, you know, given all of what we've learned from the pandemic and the times that we're moving into, that we're moving into a great, a time of great uncertainty. And the way we are living and working, we know now, again, if you're following the science, it's not sustainable. And so that means we need some really change agility. And technology is changing so rapidly. You and I both have parents of a certain vintage who we're helping out with things, and we know the vast difference between, you know, where they are with technology, and for example, where my kids are. The the pace of change is so fast for people. I'm not even sure that it's appropriate for our human brains actually at this yeah, point. So. Yeah a lot of change is coming and a lot of change needs to happen. And in order to go forward in the best way possible, we need great leadership. We need conscientious leaders. You know, we need leaders who, who want to do the right thing and can listen, you know. I think that that's just so important. And I, and I think leadership's going to be under a real microscope. And the science, again, is bringing so much to bear in terms of how do we really motivate people? How do we really incentivize them and help them to do their best work? I guess what I'm saying is I think the future of work is going to be a time of significant disruption. And the last thing I'll say is that I think we just have a real imbalance right now in terms of the gender piece. And when I talk about that, what I'm saying is that we need more appreciation and an understanding of the value that the feminine brings. So when I talk about gender equality, I'm not even necessarily talking about just more vaginas and chairs. I'm talking about a real understanding and appreciation of what this imbalance has meant and what the value in all of those more feminine aspects, whether it's empathy and caring. There's a place for that in business and it is missing and it is desperately needed.
1: I could not agree more. And what's going to be fantastic about the season coming up is we're going to get right in there with all kinds of ideas. We're going to be bringing information. We're going to be bringing guests. We're going to be having some of the conversations that need to be had and people are starting to learn to have. And hopefully we'll help seed some of those conversations in organizations. And the other thing that we'll be doing is In addition to releasing two episodes every month, we're going to have a very brief Ask Us Anything, and we're going to invite our listeners to bring us, whether it's a thorny career-related issue, an interpersonal dynamic and conflict issue, questions about whether there are certain things you should share, what vulnerability means in the workplace, and happy to use your names or be anonymous, but really interested in helping people have the conversations at least first with themselves and then perhaps with others that are going to advance them and hopefully have them avoid some of the more painful aspects of work that you and I have either both experienced or supported other people through. So there is a lot coming in the months ahead and I again couldn't be more thrilled to work on this than I am with you.
0: Yeah I'm excited too and I'm really excited to bring our listeners into this and involve them and hear what's going on for people and, you know, see if we can be of help along the way. So that's it for now. Stay tuned for episode one coming soon. Until soon. Until then.